Welcome to Chat with Crystal, empowerment coaching and conversations with real women from around the world. I'm your host, Crystal Andrus Morissette, founder of the SWAT Institute. Women are being called right now to help heal this world. And it's time for a radio podcast that shows the how we're going to do just that, empowering one woman at a time. Now let's get to it. Yeah, let's get to it. All right. Welcome, everyone. It's May. It's May. I don't know. It was the 4th of May yesterday. My friend is really into Star Wars. May the 4th be with you. But today it is May 5th. It's the first Friday of the month and it's a full moon. It's the flower full moon. And I I actually went to yoga this morning and there are two great classes back to back. So I did two hours of yoga this morning, but I was so tired and so slow moving and I was so gentle with myself. There's some mornings I go in and I just feel like a warrior or I feel like just the most empowered. Um, and I am learning again. I'm going to say again because I I once lived this way um, and then I got out of rhythm with myself and with the moon and with the earth and, and that can happen. Um, but I was reminded today in yoga that, um, yeah, we really, we as women, we have to get back into our bodies. We have to get back reconnected with the natural rhythms of our body and the natural rhythm of the way our bodies are a part of nature. Um, I was just reading something yesterday and it was the word nature. If you looked up the word nature in, um, the dictionary, I think I'm um, going on memory here that it's it refers to all of plants and um, animals, but it doesn't include humans. And um, the it was actually Rebecca Campbell's new Rose Oracle deck card, and she was talking about how how that's such a that's such a big problem for us for humanity, and and it's really apparent right now. And I feel like women are. We're being called. We have been called. We all know it. <laughs> and um, but I think we're 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 answering the call. And part of the calling that I'm feeling is that, wow, how did we forget? And I, I think I know, I think we I think I know why. Um, yeah, I can use the big term patriarchy, but I think even as women started working outside of the homes and we had to go into the offices and then we wanted to rise up the ladder and then we wanted to sit at the boardroom tables. Um, we had to turn off a lot of, we're different than men. Men don't have a, a monthly cycle. Men don't have a, an egg that drops and then a uterus that flushes and they don't have all those changes every single month, just like the moon going on in their bodies. They don't. And so we try, we have, turned and dialed down all these aspects of our humanity as women, our nature, our our natural rhythms in order to be able to work with this patriarchal world. I know I keep saying it. I'm almost like tired of hearing it myself, but I it just keeps showing up time and time again. And you know, I was I have a, a someone that I've I worked with for years and she's from a Eastern European country. And I remember when she would get her period, she might cancel a class or she would say, you know, I'm going to be getting my period. So that's not a good day for me to do a meeting. And I would think to myself, I'm like, wow, 
I don't even think like that. We don't think like that here in North America. We're boss babes. Um, and I don't know, something has, well, I know a, a lot of things have happened, but I've really started listening to my body again. And I've really paid attention. Um, I know I probably say this on every chat with Crystal, but I get my period every full moon. And, um, and I'm 53 this year and I'm finally listening. <laughs> Why did it take me so long? And I've been saying that recently in some of my classes and webinars and courses that I'm teaching that, um, why didn't, why, I guess there, there were, there've always been women who have been in rhythm with the earth always, always, and uh, always, of course. But I think so many of us, um, either were never taught it or or we were almost, and also like even the stuff like, you know, I think about, um, you know, even if I were to say to my daughters, you know, let's say I can, I just, you know, they're really tired or they're having, one of them's having like, just feeling down or whatever. It almost became almost like an insult to say, uh, and I'm not, I'm not saying my daughters, but I just was thinking them that I might say to them, well, are you getting your period? But I'm dead serious. And I'm not saying it to be like, you know, I think sometimes when our partners, our, our heterosexual, our male partners say, are you getting your period? I know in my past, I've taken that and been almost um, defensive. Like, like, don't blame it on that. Um, don't go there with me. Um, but yeah, it is that. Yeah, we're, we're, we have hormones. They're, they're changing. You know, as I'm going into menopause, like, why didn't I, why didn't, what I wish I knew at 40, as I jokingly sometimes say, I thought I was going into menopause at 40 because I was already getting uh, hot flashes and, and night sweats and not, not every night, but periodically and through the month and um, my hormones were changing and, and, and now I, it's been 12 years of it and I could have made it so much easier on myself if I would have dialed down the outside noise, dialed down the, the, the patriarchal playbook that's sort of like, you got to show up and you don't cry and you don't, you got to pull it together every time you're at work. And we, we can't have women in there and everybody's crying because they got their period. Like, I just think we've just turned so much of what is our natural our natural way of being in order to try to be boss babes and um, Fortune 500 CEO, not even Fortune 500, just CEOs and entrepreneurs. And, and I, I guess my message today is if I haven't said it before, and if you haven't heard it before, and if today's the first time you're hearing it, or if it's a really much needed reminder, we are women. Well, those of us who are women, <laughs> and if you're a woman, you're a woman, and there's a lot that's going on inside your body. Um, I see some of you on the call right now that you've called in, and I know you have. Some of you have children. Some of you have small children. That's a lot. Do you know how much? Do you know what your body goes through during a pregnancy? I think I read somewhere, and, and I'm I'm. You know me, sometimes I just throw out random numbers just to make a point, but I'm, I'm trying to make a point here. I think I read something years ago that like the amount of hormones that are racing, I was going to say raging, but racing through your body during pregnancy 
are as much as if you put every one of your periods together through the, your entire course of your lifetime. Like it's a lot for those of you moms, and and maybe if you're you're you have a, a, a small children, like it's a lot. And then we're you know trying to juggle it all with our careers and our dreams and relationships. And, and even if you don't have children, we're trying to juggle a lot of things. And today I want to remind you that if you're feeling tired, if you're listening to this call live today or, 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 you know, and it's May 5th and it's a full moon. And if you're feeling the way I'm feeling, it's time that we say, yeah, we are part of this universe and the moon affects the tides and there's a lot of stuff going on out there that's affecting our bodies individually and collectively. And so maybe today is a day for you to be gentler with yourself, to respect wherever your energy level is at. Maybe it's the day for a little catnap or, you know, to cuddle up in bed and light a candle on your night table and and, you know, get a hot chocolate or, or like I have a nice hot coffee with some milk frothing on top and some cinnamon. And, and maybe today is just a day for you to just be a little kinder and a little slower and a little gentler with yourself. Now, if that full moon has you amped up and your energy is different than mine and you're feeling like this is the day and you're going to be, I'm actually going to a, a, a shaman event tonight. It's not an event, it's a workshop and and it's in this rustic yurt. Um, so it's a two-hour class I'm going to tonight. Yeah, there was a part of me when I got in from yoga that I was like, oh, I, don't, I just, I know I've already paid and can't cancel. I don't even know if I want to go. I just feel like having a little nap. But, you know, I'm going to just listen to my body today. And I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to ask it how it feels. And I'm going to, I'm going to listen to what she tells me. And I'm going to respect her and honor her and and here's what's so beautiful about the body. It's changing constantly. And tomorrow morning, I'm going to wake up feeling totally different maybe than I did today. And that's what's so beautiful about, you know, being able to um, listen to your body and respond accordingly to what you need. The trouble is a lot of us have stopped listening. We don't even know what we're listening for. Or we have almost become emotionally stunted not stunted but disconnected um maybe we're emotionally numb we're not feeling anymore and i tell you that i think a big part of when we have become emotionally numb it is because of anxiety it's because there's this constant running rumbling um anxiety of uh and i often think i i see anxiety often showing up um, as procrastination um, and people pleasing. So if we think about the the, the nervous system, um, when I see somebody that's like I and I've been there. That's why I'm I'm really speaking from experience. When I when I'm working with a client and they say I don't know what I feel, I don't know. You know, if it didn't make you a bad woman and we could just take a deep breath right now and it didn't make you bad anything, it didn't mean anything about good or bad. What are you feeling under the surface? There are a lot of people that say, I don't know. I don't know what I feel. Or I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what that feeling is. I don't, I don't know what it is. 
So one of the first ways to start that is just to just be aware of the physical sensations. If you don't know how to give it an emotion, just be aware of what the sensation feels like. What's What does it feel like? Is it racing? Is it fast? Is it spinning? Is it heavy? Is it tired? Is it a big empty black spot? Is it, you know, even starting with that, that's just a, a great way of just, and and just observing it. And just saying to your body, I see you. I hear you. I feel what you're saying. Um, and for a lot of us, though, the reason that that happens is that our nervous systems are at capacity. I've been teaching this lately in my new course. Um, geez, I didn't even have that course at the first call of um, April. Um, but it, it's, a, it's a course using the emotional edge method, helping women get a handle on their health and, and their weight. Uh, I've recently lost quite a bit of weight, close to 50 pounds on a good day, 50. Um, and it, and it all happened from listening, just deciding to dial back in and really ask my body how she's feeling, what she wants, what she needs, honoring her and listening to her. So anyways, if you can feel how tired I feel, it's okay. That's part of, part of the human experience. And I think in the past, I didn't allow myself those days. It was like, well, you got to pick it up, like go get some more coffee, pick it up. You got to get the job done. The show must go on. Whip, 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 whip with my metaphorical whip. Um, I'm just not having it anymore. I'm just not living that way anymore. And I, um, I, I don't know. I think it's my new message. Oh, there's a new book coming. There's a new book coming. Anyways, we're going to go to the phone lines. Um, if you're brand new, if you've just dialed in, uh, we, uh, I would love to do some coaching with you. All you have to do is press star two on your keypad um, to let me know that you're in the queue. It would just raise your hand. I will just see a little hand that goes up beside your name and I'll know, hey, um, we have someone that wants to do some coaching. So we already have Melody who has raised her hand. I'm going to go right to the phone lines. Melody, you don't have to do anything. I'm going to unmute your line here in just 10 seconds. But I also want to let you know that if you are live on the call right now and you think, hey, you know what? This might be my day. Hey, Melody and I may only need to chat for 20 minutes and there's still some time left. So if you're called in live today and you think maybe today's your day, press star two. It'll put you in the queue and uh, I would love to do some coaching with you. Okay, Melody, here we go. I'm pressing mute, unmute. And all you have to do is say, hello. Hello. Hey, Melody. Hey. How okay. Are you? Great, great. Thank you for that talk about listening to our bodies. I, I just relate so much to that. Just always trying to keep it going. Yeah. But there are just times where I just need to unplug. Yeah. And um, I appreciate that so much. Oh, you're so welcome. Oh, I had a funny did. feeling. We just needed that reminder. And it wasn't just me. Yeah. So Melody, what's going on for you right now or or, or in the past couple weeks or months? And what do you what do you yeah. want to talk about? So the first thing is, I really want to finish my my empowerment coaching. I just yeah. keep paying for more months, and then I do some things. And I think what's there for me is I'm a little nervous about coaching because I feel like it's been so much time, and I might not do it the right way. Oh, Melody, um, we need you. Do you know the waiting list we have right now of women waiting for their mentorship coaching calls like oh I would just love to be like okay what do we got to do today Melody let's get you coaching because I know you're nervous about it 
But, mm-hmm. you know, that's just, I, I literally just was briefly talk, talking about anxiety. And what anxiety creates is either mm-hmm. often it, it's part of the nervous system. So it's fight, flight, freeze, or fawn. And whenever mm-hmm. I see a woman that's in the freeze, and that's what I'm really hearing, the, the, the freeze that mm-hmm. feels like procrastination. That's what it's going to mm-hmm. feel like. Like that's that's the mean talk. We'll say, "What's wrong with? Me? Why am I procrastinating?" Because you feel anxious. That's mm-hmm. why. Because you feel uncertain, and so you're kind of putting off this thing that that I know. I know. I shouldn't say I know because what do I know? But I believe that mm-hmm. the minute you do that first call, you're mm-hmm. going to have a whoosh of energy. And mm-hmm. a, such a feeling of, oh, my gosh, this is what I was meant to do. And it's all going to come back to you. And you know what, Melody? Even if you don't nail the empowerment coaching processes step by step in order and order and perfect mm-hmm. and perfect, that mm-hmm. woman is just going to love just that hour of being able to talk about herself, mm. to feel heard. And mm-hmm. I'm also going to tell you, Melody, you have a beautiful voice. So her just oh. being able to listen to Thank your you. voice mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. have that feeling of being supported and held, mm-hmm. life-changing, life-changing. And then over the course of 30 calls, you'll, you'll mm-hmm. refine your coaching process. Okay. Okay. So do you think, like, if I go back to each section and then, like, I started printing things off. But I, I think what I hear you saying is don't even worry about yeah, it. <laughs> I love that you just said it. I just love, I was going to let you, I was going to let you talk it out and be like, okay, so I'm going to print the things off. And then I, I love that. I just heard you say, I think you're saying, don't worry about it. Like, don't worry, Melody, right. it's going to come back so fast. And here's what's going to happen. Once you mm-hmm. make the commitment and you, you reach out to Sarah, who's our new mentorship coach coordinator and you say, Hey, mm-hmm. Sarah, I'm ready to start coaching. First of all, she's going to be like, like jumping up and down for joy because we're so needing coaches right now to get doing their 30 hours and to, to get supporting all of these women that are on this wait list. Um, And then I think what's going to happen is the minute you send off that email to Sarah, then there's Mm going to be a little nervousness, excitement, desire, wanting Mm -hmm. to get this right. And then you'll probably pull up your notes and then start kind of scanning through and it'll all come Excuse me, it'll all come so fast to you and come back so quickly. Um, and that's my thought. Okay, I will email her today. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Um, and now I'm like, Melanie, that can't be everything, though, because I don't have anybody else for coaching right now. So what else is no, going on? <laughs> I, I wanted to tell you what I created. Okay. Because um, the last time we talked, which was, I don't know, six, eight months ago, we talked about my coaching program, the Corojo Effect, mm-hmm. and you helped me create something, and I haven't done anything with it, okay? That's okay. And, but I think because I wasn't settled on if that's what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. So I, I really feel like I've discovered what I want to do. So I was still quite religious back then and was coming out. Yep. So I, was, I remember you saying it just sounds like right now you're not comfortable, and you were exactly right. So... I've since exited so much more. My husband is into meditation, energy, and it's like we're on the same page. Wow. Wait a second. I got to stop this because I remember that 
you and your husband were both, if I'm remembering correctly, you were both pretty involved in the church mm-hmm. and you were going through some frustrations with a lot of different things, but also just some frustrations in your marriage. I remember yeah. you writing, I don't know if I think I told you to write a letter and send it to me. And then yeah. Melody, mm-hmm. I printed it out and I did a burning ritual with your letter and I read yeah. it and then I burnt it and I videotaped the burning. Like this is how much I remember yeah. you. So like wow. we okay. had a big release yeah. ceremony. And yeah. of course I shouldn't be surprised when you say, yeah, my husband's meditating now and we're on the same page. Like what? Shut the front door. It works. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Damn, yes, this shit well, works. Yeah, yeah. So I'm excited about that. Like, it almost seems like surreal. Like, really? Yeah, I like, know. Mm, okay. Okay. So, so catch me up. Like, fill me in on all of that. So so things are going. Like, tell me what the overall picture is of your 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 marriage, your life, and how you're feeling now about uh, launching your business. Okay. So overall, marriage is like so much better so so much better yeah because I toyed with the idea of leaving and I really didn't want to because I just knew it was some mindset stuff like if we could just figure this thing out then things would be okay and so I hung in there and um so things are so so much better you know what, and, this is such a testament um, to marriage, Melody. Cre- I'm going to tell you what I'm doing as well. Okay. So he's creating a YouTube channel on the, all things real. Because he realizes that a lot of things were created by man and was made into a religion. And so he's doing a YouTube channel. So what I'm doing is a coaching business called I'm a Faith Evolution Coach. And what I do is create a safe space for people who are exiting religion. Wow. And embracing spirituality so that they can create, like, a, create themselves. I love this. And so I'm excited about that. I just need to, I, but I'm still over here, like, sitting. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, not yeah. doing anything. Yeah. So let's bring it back and to nervous. that's where I need you. Okay. So let's take a deep breath. And then mentally we tell ourselves, okay, wait, Hello? are you hearing me? Are you still hearing me? Hello? Oh my goodness, I muted my own line. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. <laughs> oh dear, 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 Crystal, it's the full moon. I heard everything you said and I was talking away to you. Um, and then I realized, oh, you started going, hello, hello. Okay, we're all good, Melody. <laughs> we're still here all as well. Okay, so I love what I'm hearing you say. This sounds so brilliant. I love when we teach what we needed to learn, we've learned and we're so excited and passionate about so mm-hmm. how brilliant that you're creating. Now, what's the name of your business? Let's stay with that for a minute. So the, the Corojo effect. So we're going to keep that. So it's the Corojo mm-hmm. effect is, is, is still the, the name of the business. And it's for people who are sort of wanting to transition out of religion and into spirituality. Correct. Mm-hmm. And it. Corojo means spiritual in Swahili. I remember. Oh yeah. my God, mm-hmm. Melody, it's so good. It's so good. It's so good. I love it. Okay. And so you're gonna you want the Koroho effect, and it's for people that are 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 transitioning from into spirituality, Swahili for spirituality. It all aligns. It so energetically feels so good. 
Um, mm-hmm. But I'm hearing you say, I haven't done anything with it yet. Um, and so I'm going to remind you that that we can call that procrastination. We can. We can mm-hmm. say you're procrastinating. Or we can dive mm-hmm. deeper into that and be like, okay, so there's some fears under there. And, and you know, um, yes, false evidence appearing real, but it feels real. Mm-hmm. So let's let's just... Let's just dive into like, tell me some of the things that are coming up for you. If you could just breathe into it and feel yourself come down sort of out of your busy brain and feel your shoulders drop and come down into your body Mm -hmm. and breathe into your belly because the fear is probably sitting somewhere in there, somewhere in the solar plexus. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Just breathe into that place of your body. And when you think about launching your business, what feeling comes up for you? What story comes up for you? Um, That my religious friends, because most of my friends are still religious, and we were in a controlling church, so it wasn't just religion. We were a part of a controlling church yeah. for 10 years, and so a lot of my friends are still in it. Mm-hmm. And um, But my friends closer to me, they, they all know. Um, but it's just, I think I'm concerned about what are my friends who we've known for years, but we don't, we see each other online. Yeah. What are they going to think? Okay. So, um, what you're describing is I wish every person that's ever become successful would just tell the truth that that is probably the number one fear that everybody has. Like mm-hmm. what are, what are the, my family and friends are going to think about me doing this? Like it mm-hmm. is, it's the, like, I actually just saw Catherine's hand go up just now to do some coaching. And so interesting that just a couple of days ago, Catherine and I were on a call and Catherine, I don't think Catherine's going to care. And Catherine was saying, like, I finally came clean and told my family, told my husband, like, I want to be on a stage and do this thing. And I was like, mm-hmm. okay, I'm forgetting because I did that 25 years mm-hmm. ago. That that's mm-hmm. the scary part is is like coming out. Like I think I actually mm-hmm. heard you say I like I'm coming out. And it's like there's a lot of people who think like that you're like oh do you mean like you're letting the world know that you're a lesbian? It's like no, I'm not coming out of the closet as a gay person. I'm just coming out to say I want to be successful. Hi, mm-hmm. hi world. Um, I I I think I matter. Oh hey hi world. Um, I want to launch this business. Um, that I'm passionate about and and uh, I'm so worried about the people closest, the people around me. Because here's the interesting thing is, is it is going to be strangers that are going to be 95, 99% of your business and your bread and butter. It's, it's mm-hmm. not going to be those people. Um, it's not going to be your religious friends that are still in that church. They're not going to be the ones. And Melody, even if they secretly... Um, Think, like see what you're doing and secretly think oh my god mm-hmm. I love this I, I think I want to leave the church and I don't they're probably not going to come to you because people are just funny we, we're not we're, we're, we're kind of uncomfortable telling our really personal business to mm-hmm. someone we know so they're not going to be your clients anyway so then let me throw this out there if it makes you feel that uncomfortable right now until you really kind of get your footing and you feel mm-hmm. really safe and confident in your wording and your messaging and you're getting clients and now you're like oh I'm I'm just I'm not afraid anymore you know you can online whether it's Facebook or you can choose who sees what you share I think we talked about this before. Right. I feel like we talked about this before but if we yeah 
Because mm-hmm. I got a good memory, and I have a funny feeling I said to Melody eight months ago, you know, you can um, block, like not block them, but choose who sees what posts on social media. Right. You did, yeah. Yeah, so I remember saying that to you then. But obviously, it's still a worry for you. And so mm-hmm. I'm worried that people who aren't really close to me, people who are still following a dogma mm-hmm. or a belief system that I don't adhere to anymore, I'm worried that what? What are we concerned about? That they're not going to like you, not respect you, not agree with you? Like, what? Are, what is the fear? What's the worry going to be? They, they don't want to yeah. be your friend anymore. They think, think you've that... lost your mind. You're not a good yeah. woman. You're not a woman of God. Like, what? Yeah, I think that they're going to think that, one, that they're, they're not going to respect me. Because, you know, we did some leadership like ministry positions. Yep. They're not going to respect me. And um, they're going to think I lost my mind. Yeah. That's, you know, when I asked my husband, he said, oh, I don't really care. Yeah. He's just can. over it. And then I'm over here. He said, we don't really talk to a lot of these people. <laughs> like, we just see them online. Yeah. <laughs> I love your laugh of truth. Look, it's so apparent. It's like, your husband's right. And here's what I'm going to throw in there. I still know it's just still that thing because as a woman, guess guess how, Alice, like when I say there's fight, flight, freeze, or fawn, fawn mm-hmm. is people-pleasing. Like we, we will mm. hold ourselves back. We will pretend that we like something that we don't. We will go along with things we don't yeah. even necessarily fully adhere to or agree with just because it's a trauma response Mm. and being part of the tribe and having these people respect you um, right is just so important for our ego identity it's so important for that that part of us that like i need to belong and be part of something bigger than me but you know Mm -hmm. i will throw this out there that i i bet you Okay, I'm going to say, I'm going to be a devil's advocate. Use the word devil. I might as well throw devil in here. I'm going to be a devil's advocate, but I'm also uh-huh. going to say, I'm going to, I'm going to be the flip side of the same argument. Number one, if they don't respect you just because you've changed your mind, you've, you've started seeing things from a different perspective, you're, you're not adhering to, um, to gender inequality any longer. You're not going to believe this story that, that there's these certain beliefs that just if they don't respect you for that then you're better to not have them in your energy field in your in your world on your facebook page you're almost better to just be like you know what because i'll tell you for years i didn't post what i really wanted to post because i had mm-hmm. extended family who in the end didn't respect me. And if they did respect me, they didn't act like they respected me. And by the time all was said and done, and I was finally having the courage to put myself out there to the world, they didn't respect it anyway. So if they don't respect you because you have a different mm-hmm. opinion, you are so much better to cut them loose. Mm, okay. Like, yeah. I wish I knew that. And when I finally like blocked people that I was like, mm-hmm. I can't put what I really want to put because I'm so afraid Four different people, eight people. We're not talking hundreds. We're talking a handful of people might be like, she's a liar or that's Mm -hmm. not true or she's lost her mind or um, who do you think you are? 
I was just better um, to block, delete, unfriend, block, and then just woo freedom to just be like, yeah, but this right. is me. But this is me. I get that. On yeah. the other hand, I have had some distorted thinking in my lifetime. Mm -hmm. And I have mm -hmm. told myself stories about how I don't belong or how people are mad mm -hmm. at me or that friend. I don't think she's, I think she's mad at me or I don't think they respect me. And then I might run into that person three years later, five years later, and they might be like, oh my God, I've been following you. I, th oh my God, I love what you're doing. You're amazing. And then I think, oh my God, I had this whole story in my head about how you didn't like me anymore. And it was mm -hmm. not true. Melody, we can create like just this whole narrative in our heads that hold us back. And like, none of it's true. It like just reminds me to like the woman that's like, I don't wanna join yoga because I don't want people to see me. And it's like, you don't understand. Number one, um, nobody's looking at anybody. Everybody's on their own little mat. Everybody's thinking the same thing. Nobody's looking at each other. And if anything, someone that is a yogini, like I'm going to say I'm a yogini, but I wasn't looking or feeling like a yogini for the last few years, but she's back. But I'll tell mm -hmm. you something. Me, I've, I've, through that journey of me losing 50 pounds over the last six months, seven months, mm -hmm. I have mm -hmm. watched my own body change and not one person in that yoga studio says a word and that's a good thing they're not locked in on me and my body and what i'm doing and the reason i'm sharing that with you is that i think we mm -hmm. think people are more interested in our lives than they are and on the flip side the little nosy bodies and the little troublemakers mm -hmm. we're better to be free of them anyway so where does that leave you i just want what do you take from yeah. all of that so what I'm hearing you say is I do get the whole thing about creating stories because I've been really focusing lately on being more of the awareness and I'm observing my thoughts. I'm like, wow, you really do have a lot of thoughts in there. Yeah. And yep, so, and I get, I'm just creating things. And the other part of that is I hear you saying also, I can release people yeah. So that it's not too much for my energy, in other words. Like, yep. I can just disconnect from them. I don't have to be friends. Yep. Like, I did I did block somebody because it just got too religious, you know. Yep. If I posted something about... Energy. I posted something that a Hindu monk said. And he's like, oh, you know, he's a monk. He's not... Um, he's Hindu. You know, he's not Christian. So I did block him yep. because I knew it was going to be more of the same. Yep. And so... Like, I can do that. I yeah. can have that freedom yes. to do that. I don't Liberation. have to stay the same friends, you know. Because they're not even really friends. Melody, they're not even really friends. They're not even really friends. Right. They're just, they're just, they're just people on a Facebook page. Like, like, have you ever gone out with these people? Have you ever had coffee with these people? Have you, do you, like, are they your friends? Because I think the majority of people, and I also think it's so interesting how we have all of these friends on Facebook. Um, and I just say this because I, I ran into a, a woman, she was a girl when I last mm -hmm. remember her and she was in, in yoga today and I didn't have my glasses on. And I bet mm -hmm. she thought I was ignoring her through the whole class because she was about eight mats away. And um, finally, I was putting my stuff away and I was like, oh, 
Kayla, Kayla. Oh my God. And she was like, oh, I thought that was you. And I was like, oh my God, she didn't say hi to me because I didn't say to hi to her, but she obviously saw me the whole class, but she had a story in her head. And then when I found it, she was like, oh, I didn't think you remembered me. Then she's like, oh, oh, your hair looks great. I saw you posted yesterday and talking about the kids and talking. And I was like, wow, people follow you when you don't even realize people mm -hmm. are following you. So Melody, mm -hmm. you got to release anybody that is taking any bit of energy from you in a negative way. Okay. And, and even if they're not, but you think they might for your energy preservation and for uh -huh. your personal freedom and for you to like not have to spend any, waste any mental real estate on how's this going to land? What are they going to think? Who's going to argue back? Uh -huh. Who's going to disagree? Like just cut them free. Cut them free mm -hmm. and maybe don't yeah. delete them yet, but maybe, or maybe cut it free and delete them and unfriend them. But sometimes it's really just, we need to create a whole list of like the people that we kind of go, I have a funny feeling. These people are all my church friends. I'm going to put them into a group and then I can mm -hmm. pick and choose if I want that group to see this particular post or not, and maybe they're still your friend that way. And then when you're posting something about, you know, the picnic that you had on Sunday and it's nothing to do with anything that makes you feel uncomfortable, they can still have little, little, little peek, a little peek into your life, mm -hmm. but they don't need to mm -hmm. know. Got it. Yes. You know, does I that give me some freedom? Mm-hmm. Okay. I just okay. think we worry so much and I I realize it now that it's like it is probably up there with the top three. I'd be I'd go so far as to say that the number one reason we don't go out there and slay the dragon and live our purpose and do what our soul is calling is because we're afraid of what people are going to think or say or do. And, you know, even when I I in business you know, sometimes when we send out a broadcast to the thousands upon mm -hmm. thousands upon thousands of people in our in our email list, without uh -huh. fail, I'm going to lose 50. Just by putting a broadcast out about chat with Crystal, 50 are going to decide to opt out because they, I don't they didn't like it. They don't want it. Mm -hmm. They bugged them. Uh -huh. and, and when yeah. I would have other clients or women say, I don't like to send out broadcasts because every time I send something out, I lose two or three people. I say, good. You should mm -hmm. let them go, release them. If they don't want to receive your emails for whatever reason, make room for the people that do. Those numbers wow. don't yep. mean anything. If they're, if they're irritated that you want to send a, mm -hmm. a newsletter or, a, or something inspiring or a free offering or a paid course, or mm -hmm. if, if they don't want to get like, let them go lovingly them release. Go lovingly release mm -hmm. them okay okay and then crystal do you think i should start posting more about yes. what i'm doing yes. before i put anything out there about the business yep okay just start showing up melody okay just start showing up because i don't even do it enough and i you know what i notice i you know just something silly like i i had a really great day um the other day i was just feeling great i mm -hmm. i i just decided to flip uh, a selfie, just took a little selfie. Mm -hmm. I was like, feeling good, sending some good vibes straight up on Facebook. I didn't look mm -hmm. again for about 10 hours. I came back, I was doing things. I came back and I was like, oh, I have 1.1 thousand likes. 
1,000, oh, wow. now mm-hmm. I think it's like 1.4 thousand likes on just a picture of me smiling, saying, sending you good vibes. We have to show up. They okay. can't like yeah. us. They can't, they can't learn about us. They can't connect with us if we're mm-hmm. still afraid to show up or we're overthinking it. So, yeah, okay. this is what you're going to do. Start talking about it. Yeah. Yeah. Just start talking okay. about it. Get the get yourself feeling fearless. Okay, maybe not fearless, but confident. Confidence mm-hmm. is the opposite of fear. It's not fearlessness. We're always going to, there's going to be, we're going to have, we're, there's, we're not going to ever be fearless. <laughs> like, we're not. But we can be co- still confident about who we are. And right. about what we're sharing. And, and and sometimes we're not even that confident about what we're sharing, but we're confident that this is my page. Mm-hmm. I should be able to write whatever the hell I want to write on my page. And the people that are meant to be there are there. And the ones mm-hmm. that aren't meant to be there, they will they will wander off somewhere else and let them. But you've got to start showing up. Well, yeah. Okay. I, I can't wait to see what you're doing. And hey, listen, when you do a post, like do something and tag me on it just so that I, I, my, my, my news feed will grab you and then I'll be back in Melody's world because okay. sometimes the algorithms, we don't, if, if we're not liking each other's stuff, they just stop connecting us with each other. So make sure you do something to be like, hey, Crystal, here's that post. And I'll be like, Melody, oh my gosh, okay. this is fabulous. And then sharing is caring and we all start sharing and liking and commenting on each other's stuff and that's that's how it all works is just we you got to put it out there and then you got to you know have the confidence to be like you know this is what i do this is what i do because uh-huh. they're you're not going to get the clients and in the other thing is melody it sometimes uh-huh. takes people months of like seeing your posts about the corojo is it corojo effect like correct yeah. it might be months of them seeing that before one day they say, you know, I need to have a conversation with Melody. Like, uh, so don't, uh-huh. don't think like I've been posting about this for three weeks and nobody's really DMing me for coaching. Like, don't worry about it. Just keep showing up. And uh, people need time to like get their heads around what you're doing and what that looks like. And if it's the right fit and, like, just don't believe the whole thing. Like, I see people that are like, well, I sent out one email. I'm looking to get clients, and I nobody responded. Well, they're not going to. You need to put 10 emails out. Um, and then it's going to start to click because then they're going to go, oh, now I know what she's doing. And this has been on my mind for a while. And I think I'm going to finally make that call or I'm going to um, book that discovery session or, or whatever it might be. So just keep showing up regardless of the numbers okay okay that sounds great i really appreciate it uh you have such great energy i can feel it like right through the phone line so i'm excited for what you're doing i think it was it was divine timing that it didn't happen until now i know how much you Mm -hmm. love your husband i know how much you needed to get that in a better place for you to really go out there in integrity and, and mm-hmm. put your work out there to the world because I know when when our love life is is not always if, if our love life isn't in the best place it can it can knock our confidence to like believing in ourselves and to go out there and, and do the stuff we want to do in our in our in our professional life so I think it's amazing that you had the patience because it takes patience and 
marriage is not easy and you know how long you've been married for or with him it will be 34 years married 35 years together 35 yeah. years mm -hmm. with the same mm -hmm. person that is pretty remarkable and melanie mm -hmm. so i'm going to ask you to share with us since you are an expert on marriage what's the secret what's the secret of like being able to have longevity with one human being that's a very good question. I think for me, it's been to really understand them, like their shoes. Because mm. I think the first part of the marriage, I spent trying to get him to see who I was. Yeah. <laughs> and now I'm trying to understand who he is, like what he's been through, because we grew up very differently. Yeah. And just really understanding and just really, I've learned to really listen to him and then just recreate him. Okay, I hear you saying this because I'm letting him know that I got him. Like, I, I hear what you're saying. Instead of listening to reply, I'm really listening to, okay, let me make sure I got, got this right. So are you saying that? And it's made a world of difference. It's beautiful. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and, and, and listening. Um, yeah, I love that. What, what, it just Something just came, just popped into my head. Uh, something about listening to understand like there's a difference in like listening to be heard uh and mm -hmm. then there's a listening to understand and now what i'm hearing you say is i'm not listening so that i can then um come back with like now hear me i'm hearing you say i'm really trying to understand you all i ever wanted was you to understand me but in maybe me understanding you better i'm gonna understand myself better and maybe you're gonna understand me better and maybe we women are just being called now finally like mm -hmm. to really take our place in our marriages in a different way than we were than we were empowered to do so in the past mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. there's probably been big yeah. changes in the world like in in relate like I, I guess people are people but in 35 years um what was it like i mean look at you pulled away from being in a really patriarchal church and, and religion where you mm -hmm. know like you and your husband made that made that move together that must have been that must have taken a lot of patience for you to like have the fortitude to like love him until he finally was ready to like like not be the minister and be the patriarchal boss and and you're his faithful abiding wife to like being partners that stand together side by side shoulder to shoulder yeah it it took something it yeah. took something <laughs> well thank you so much yeah well you did it and like listen i'm sure you're going to attest to the fact that it's never static so you're going to have hard times again and then there's going to be great times again and that's just the the dance of of life and loving someone right exactly and we'll dance we'll dance together when that time comes exactly I love that oh that's mm -hmm. so beautiful well i can't wait to to see your posts and to support you as you get your business up and going. And, and Melody, please write Sarah at SWAT Institute today and tell her, Sarah, I'm so ready to get my coaching finished up and because okay. we, we need you. Okay. I will do that. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks, Melody. Thank you so Have much. I appreciate it. You're so welcome. Sending you tons of love. And I'm just going to jump to Catherine here. She's had her hand raised. And Catherine, we don't have a lot of time, but we did start a couple minutes late. So um, how are you? How are you doing, girl? Hi. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. No problem. How are you, Catherine? I'm good. 
good. I've enjoyed the conversation you were having with her. It was, it was really good listening in. Um, kind of, I don't even, I don't even know what I was going to really talk about. I was like, maybe the right thing will come out. But um, as you know, I've been doing a lot of clearing out of the Releasing. negative energy and heavy stuff that I've been carrying all my life. Um, and it's kind of like, I feel at a point where I'm kind of like at a blank slate mm. and it, it's very weird. Yeah. So it's kind of like, and also like, I have, you know, my family and my kids and the baby and everything like that. So like I have a responsibility, but because my purpose or my passion is so, is pulling me so strongly, my everyday feels really boring. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, so it's just a really weird, like I don't feel guilt about it because I know there's like, there's the and word that we talked about and how yeah. important it is that you can be more than one thing. Yeah. But it's kind of like that blank slate of okay I'm not carrying all of this I know things could spiral and go crappy on you know this one side family and all that but for me to continue to like now be this new version of me just what like kind of what would you say would be the next action steps to like, I, I don't know. I don't know. Do, well, do you know what I'm trying know, to say? You know, you, know I find it, you know, I find it interesting. Like when I hear you go like, yeah, it's almost like um, when you when you release and you pare down and you recognize all the stuff that we give, we gave so much of our attention to. And then we realize none of that is real. None of that matters. None of that's aligned with my purpose. None of that lights me up. I'm not giving any more energy to that. And then you clean it all up and then you're like, um, boring. <laughs> oh my gosh, this, yeah. whole, this whole thing over here that I was doing, that bores the shit out of me. I, I can't just, but that's like, I call that divine discontentment when it's like this realization, like I was just chugging along doing this thing so blindly, not even realizing how, 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 how bored and blah and like and then there's this realization it's like not that we're comparing ourselves to other people but I have to say to myself sometimes like how are how are so many people okay with just going through the motions in their life and not living like like their light their soul's mission and their purpose and like there's a lot of people just kind of sleepwalking through life what I'm hearing you say is like I pulled the plug on the matrix. I've pulled out of that, that, and I'm, I'm not, I just can't, I will never be okay with just that now. And yeah, that would bore the shit out of me. If that's all I was ever going to be, do be become the great news is you're not. Um, and I, and I get it. Like I remind myself sometimes when I'm like, I still have to, I still have to though, um, do the daily things of being a human like you're still gonna have to go to the grocery store and you still gotta wash your laundry and you still gotta do and i have to remind myself sometimes it's like um i still have to run that stuff that we can call boring and then i i but i want more and more and more of that stuff over there that i call exciting um and it's finding that balance of like moving closer more and more in the direction of all the stuff that lights you up but then but i think being gentle with ourselves and realizing like even 
And, and it's been good for me because whether it's my daughter who's on tour with a rock star or I've worked with celebrities or I have friends in quote unquote high places, um, they still, they still have to do the boring mundane stuff too. They do, they do. They still are doing that boring mundane stuff too. They're still moms and they still have to give their kid a bath and they still have to drive the kid to school. Like even the movie stars. Um, so I guess what I'm saying is like, is fine is I think we have to, once we've pulled the plug and we know that isn't going to, that's not my everything. Maybe finding, I don't know why this is just coming to my mind right now, but maybe finding some of the sacredness still in that boring stuff. I don't even know why that's coming to mind. Like just letting ourselves be okay with like, okay, I still do have to wash dishes though, even though I want to be on stages and rocking my message or I don't know why this is coming up for me. Is that if the, is that landing at all with you, Catherine? Yeah, no, yeah. Like, and, and I think I've been doing that where even, you know, I went to my son's award thing and really be in the moment and enjoy and yeah, absorb, you know, his excitement. And this morning I was like, you know what? Finally nice outside. I'm going to go for a walk. And, you know, even though I had to take baby, we were like, we for a walk and she's kind of whining. But I was like, I needed to be outside and to enjoy it. So, yeah. So I'm trying to kind of mix the two together. but And then not that. to let yourself be so resentful and not saying you are at all. But I have to say yeah. it to myself to be like, okay, Crystal, I know you want to be a rock star, a spiritual rock star. I know you want a TV show and books and blah and more things and more. Um, um, it, it, you got to balance all of that, though, right now anyways with this house in the country and the gardening that needs to be cleaned up and the shit that needs to still be done and the life that still needs to be. And like, maybe the day will come, Catherine, that I or you will be like, no, I don't have to do any of that stuff. I don't like, I don't want to do any of the boring stuff. I'm done with it. But I think for me is, is that, is that reminder all the time that as, as exciting as that stuff is, um, and, and once you do start doing that stuff, like you're on that stage and you're flying in and you're, you're, you will, once you start doing it, realize, um, it wouldn't be enjoyable as enjoyable and fun if I was doing that all the time. Like I, right. I, that is coming for you. Um, yeah. and it's just not blowing up the steady, boring life you have at home because there will come a day that you realize, I didn't realize how much like I miss that boring boy. I just wish. Yeah, it really is all about balance. And I think right now what's hard is I don't have that, that the fun the yet. spiritual part, the fun part, like not that being a mom, right? Like, no, that yeah, is yeah. fun. It's just, it's not enough for me anymore. Well now and not anymore. And cause the lights have just yeah. gone on. Right. So yeah, it's exactly. like, boom, I know. So, and that's my word of the year. It was all like my whole vision board has been about balance. So it kind of all aligns. It's just maybe my, my, me being impatient to be like, okay, like I did all this work. Like, let's go. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. But, yeah. um, so I say, so now what you're, what I'm hearing you say is I've got my head around it. I've told my family, I want to be on stages. I want to, I want to give talks. I want to be on television. Maybe I want to do TV interviews. I want to do podcasts. I want to share my voice. I want to have maybe write a book. I have a message like that was a big whoosh of energy telling them all. And now it's like, okay, I want, now I got to, now I want to make it happen now. So run with it, Catherine, run with this excitement, run with this energy. And I, I think I heard you say, so what would be my next step? Well, let's talk about that. What would be the next step? What, what do you see as the next step in the progression of like, 
where do you want to go now? Now that you know, once you know, you know, that's that, that, that great little term. Like once you know, you know, and you can never not know what you know. And now you know, mm -hmm. and now not doing what you know you want to do is going to make you become resentful at the stuff yeah. that was okay and perfectly fine for the longest time. Yeah. And we don't want that to happen either, right? Because we don't want to be like, we really, we, we, we don't want to throw the baby out with the bathwater, so to speak. And I don't really mean that. I know you got a baby. That, that wasn't a good term. But like, we want to be able to be like, well, wait, no, I, I like, there, you're going to have the best of both worlds. You will have the best of both worlds. And you're going to create that life for yourself. But now that you know you want something much bigger and more exciting than what you've had up until now, what comes up for you? Where do you want to put your energy? What is What seems like, wow, that would be a big picture goal or a big picture dream. Like paint the big picture for me or for yourself. What What does it look like? Oh, like, well, the big, big would be down the road, but I just, I like, yeah, I want to write my story now that I've been able to open up more about it. I want to share how it really did make me show up a certain way in life. And now once you realize you showed up this way that you didn't have to, um, you know, you, like, you really do see your life and who you are with so much more compassion. So I know I want to write something about all that. So why don't you start but writing? But it's, yeah. just, it's, it's just so hard mentally with the baby. So like, I, I do feel like I'm just such at a stall in that sense, because daycare is impossible to find and all these different things. So I'm just, and I'm not trying to make excuses. I'm just trying to figure out the balance. So really, I think it's going to have to be balanced on, okay, these days I can do this. These days I have to do that. And then maybe yeah. I'll do a calendar or something, yeah. organize it. Yeah. Catherine, I'm going to be honest with you. You know, I've had to say to myself, because in my mind, like, you know, um, sometimes I get this idea and it's like, in my mind, I'm like, this is a sprint. Like we're going to, I'm, I'm going to do this fast. And then I realize this whole career of mine, it's a marathon. It's not a sprint. Now, sometimes that's worked against me because I will be like, I've all the time in the world running a marathon. Um, and then like for me this year, I have like these dreams for like my 20th anniversary, which is like my, I, I self-published my first book and it came out in 2003 and then it got picked up and came out in 2004 with Hay House. So I do have a little, some deadlines on myself, like, okay, but if I'm going to do that and it has to be the 20th anniversary, it has to be like, I got to get this done. So in that sense, I've put some deadlines on myself to be like, no, this, this part isn't a marathon, Crystal. This is a sprint. You got to You got to go into heavy duty training right now, but your situation is a marathon. You're getting, you're running a marathon right now. And so um, for what you want to do and what you want to create, you don't want to be a one hit wonder. You don't want to be like, I just poured it all out. And I, you know, I, I wrote around the clock night and day and I stopped sleeping and I wasn't, and I burnt out. And like, so you do, you're really, your excitement is like the feeling of like a sprint, but the reality is this is a marathon and the kids aren't going anywhere and your dreams aren't going anywhere. And now let yourself get excited about putting some dates and deadlines on your calendar um, 
to be like, okay, so I, I want to have the, I would like to do this and this, and, and I'd like to write a book, but maybe you say, okay, what's that book going to be? And like, what would, what's the deadline for that? When do I want to get that done by? And like, maybe it means I have to, I'm going to start writing articles for Simply Women magazine or, or blogs that I'm going to start writing and, and start that book with little short blogs, little short articles that over time start to piece together and turn into chapters of a book. And like, it's yeah, not, yeah. you know, I sometimes do this where I'm like, I want to get a TV show. Okay. But wait a second, Crystal, you haven't been on TV for quite a few years now. You haven't even been showing up on social media. So what big TV show producer is going to give you a TV show if you can't even show up on social media? Like, how are you going to get a book deal, Kat? And I don't mean that in a, I'm not trying to be an asshole at all. Sure, but no, I, you're I not going to get yeah. a book deal if you're not even writing articles. Like, you're not yeah. going to write the book if you don't can't write a blog. So I think we, that can, that's the big picture dream and goal. And then you got to break it down into like, I got to start writing. And like, even if I put a deadline on myself that says like, I decided, Catherine, I'm going to film a cooking segment now and sometimes in my mind I'm like I'm all over the place what the hell I have an empowerment coaching school now I'm going to do cooking segments but I really do have this I'm revisiting that simply woman dream that was like but and I and I'm revisiting the tv show I was on called x-weighted and I'm revisiting that I was a fitness expert and I was in like competition level shape and I'm a yogini and I'm an incredible yoga teacher and and I'm starting to like revisit all those dreams again and like Okay, but Crystal, you're gonna have to just show up on social media and like once a week, you're gonna put out a little recipe of you cooking a healthy meal. And then you're gonna have to start taking some selfies again and putting some pictures of yourself up. And like all of that requires confidence and courage and takes vulnerability. But like, it's like I was saying, like I decided to just throw a little picture of me up the other day and woke up the next morning. I was like, oh my God, I have 1.4 thousand likes. Shit. I haven't done that yeah. in years. And it, and it also feels good. Like, I mean, because, you know, we're doing this emotional edge method thing and talking about, you know, releasing so much of the the stuff that we've been holding on and saying no and all these things, which is what I've been doing. Um, granted, there's other things that have been happening, but like, yeah, I lost, I'm not exactly where I was pre-baby weight, but I just lost about 12 pounds in the last like month. And I'm wow. like, I'm starting to feel good again. So I want to be able to yes. show up and feel, you know. Yes. Like, like you that. put that so beautiful, it, you posted that picture of you being like, um, I think you're going to an event and you were kind of looking up into the camera. And I was like, bam, she's back. Yes. Yeah, yeah. More of that. Yeah. More of that. More yeah. of that. More yeah. of that. More of that, Catherine. Just keep doing more of that. And those are going to give you little hits of excitement and the, right. the the 15 likes the 50 likes the 100 likes they're going to start to build and all of that's going to be little micro doses of that bigger dream and you got to just keep doing all those and I'm doing it myself again now too little micro doses is to keep building up your confidence and then you'll be like you know I I'm gonna have I might write a blog this week and then starting to get yourself into a pattern and a rhythm of like, yeah. okay, I need to consistently even get up a blog once a month, like a really well thought out or, and like write for our magazine and like those little things, like they will build your confidence to keep building into the bigger picture dream. So 
it's, right. it's not going to yeah. just yeah. go from I have a baby to oh my god I got a TV show and I'm a keynote speaker and I'm I'm traveling all over North America giving talks. It doesn't start like that. It starts with I gave a talk on Facebook Live. I booked a webinar. I'm I'm leading a a webinar and a lead gener and I'm I'm doing a lead generation and I had. 40 women sign up for and it's going to start with 40 or it's going to start with 10 it's going to start with small numbers and then that's going to build into bigger numbers and then then that keynote on that stage is going to come confidently and almost effortlessly because you've just consistently been showing up yeah i think i'll, I'll put a reminder it's not a sprint yeah just to remind me every morning yeah, right it's just, not a sprint yeah. and you know what it just popped into my head i know I, I i always tell stories about what's going on in my life but i made a joke um my friend nicole who we've been doing we've been doing a, a lot of um support for each other and through this weight loss journey and we text each other every morning and we weigh on like how we're doing and how many steps we got in. And so we've got really, really close just because we're sharing such vulnerable things, our weight and shit like that. Anyways, um, we, I did, we, we were both, we're, we're both remembering who we really are. And we went to Napa Valley together and, um, we, we went out for lunch with Sherry Salata, Oprah's executive, former executive producer of the Oprah Winfrey show. And we just had this incredible weekend together and we were walking nonstop and we were talking nonstop and we, and we just learned so many things about each other. Like you ran track and field too. Yeah. I ran track and field. What did you run? What races were you? Oh, I was the 100. Oh, you anyways, I just laughed because, um, her daughter is, is her first year in track and field. And she was like, girl, I'm so stressed out. Like, I don't want to be one of those crazy parents, but like, I want her to win. I want to like, anyways, we were joking and laughing about it. Well, she, I said, you know, you, you might, you might be surprised. She's got your genes and maybe she's never been an athlete in the past, but she's never had anything to be competitive about. She might shock you. Anyways, she, her, her, her daughter does her first heat and she texts me like she came in first. Anyways, that was the 200. But then she also booked herself that day um, for the 800. And the reason I'm bringing this up is because the 800 is not a sprint. The 200 is a sprint and that's still a pretty hefty long 200 meters of running full out like a hundred meter is a sprint. Anyways, the reason I'm telling this story is because she booked the 800. Well, I used to run the 800 and that is two laps around the track. That's not a sprint. And her daughter came out sprinting and she was like, oh my God, Crystal, we were so excited. She did her first heat. She came first and then she did her first heat for the 800 and she could, she, she went so hard that she dropped out. And I was like, yeah, that's the problem is when we approach a long distance run and we, we, we don't, we don't understand what's really required. And what ends up happening is then we, we feel bad about ourselves or ashamed because we, nobody can keep that pace up. And so it is a marathon that you're doing here, Catherine, you're running a marathon here with your career. And so that might be the most perfect thing every morning to say to yourself, it's not a sprint. It's not a sprint. And if you try to sprint your way through this, you're going to drop out. You're going to get a big cramp in your belly. You're going to, you're going to fall on the side yeah, of the track and lay on the grass. And then back into the routine of just what's easy. Yeah. Essentially. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I loved this little chit chat. Thank you. Thank I needed you. it. Yeah. Great. Thanks, Catherine. Thanks for the... Thanks for just weighing in. Melody, thank you for being part of the conversation today. And thank you to everyone who just is a fly in the wall listening, um, whether you're in the conference line right now and you got to really feel like you're part of the energy. Thank you. I see you. 
I appreciate you. I'm grateful to you. Um, and for those of you who are maybe listening for the first time as a podcast, thinking, I want to chat with Crystal. I want to have a coaching call. All you have to do is come on over to the school, www.swatinstitute.com. Uh, yeah, we're the new special weapons and tactical. We're simply woman accredited trainers. We're going to heal this world one important woman at a time. But just come on over. You'll see podcast. You can actually get the call-in information. You can dial in through your web or through your telephone. Um, we can do some coaching together. I'll be back on the first Friday of May, June. The first Friday in June. I can't believe we're already talking about June. What the hell? How are we already in June? Um, anyways, I hope you have a really great month and, um, be gentle with yourself, progress, not perfection. It's a marathon, not a sprint. All of these, these really beautiful reminders are a way of telling ourselves to take a deep breath because as much as time waits for no one, um, we're not going to turn the Titanic in a day and we're not going to build that career in a week or even a month or even a year. It takes time and it's just consistency, believing in yourself and showing up. Showing up really is half the battle. So thanks for showing up today. Thanks for being a part of the conversation and I'll talk to you all in a month from now. Bye for now, everyone. Thank you for joining us today on Chat with Crystal, empowerment coaching and conversations with real women from around the world. Of course, my name is Crystal Andrus Morissette, and it's been my honor to spend this time with you. If you'd like to be a guest on the show to get the coaching that you need, please visit www.swatinstitute.com. And remember, empowerment equals choice. It's always up to you.